Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Saltwater Taffy Escapade by Patricia E. Watts When I was in sixth grade, my older brother Arnie saw an article in our local Colorado newspaper about the YMCA offering a chance to earn a free week at camp by selling saltwater taffy. Saying he was pumped about trying this adventure would be an understatement. And being a good sister, I decided I would go with him. We walked untold miles and knocked on too many doors. No territory in town was off limits. So we covered east side, north side, then the south side. All told, Arnie had sold the most saltwater taffy in the history of our city. He earned not one, but three weeks of camp. He also got a beautiful green jacket and his picture on the wall of honor at the YMCA. And being a good brother, Arnie gave me one of his three weeks. His two weeks of camp in the beautiful Rocky Mountains came first. Not only did he have a wonderful camp experience, but he came home with the coveted archery award. My week came next, and after hearing Arnie's stories, I was ready to make my own glorious camp adventures. I arrived and settled in for orientation. I met new campers and picked out my bunk in one of the rustic cabins. We learned the camp rules, what our dining room chores would be, and what our schedule of activities would be for the week. Our days would start each morning with a shower before breakfast. That shower was an enclosed rudimentary shower only a short trek from the cabin. The fresh mountain water dispensed was ice cold. If it's possible, I think my goosebumps had their own goosebumps. It was that miserable. I wasn't looking forward to that every morning, but I gritted my teeth and thought, I can do this. One shower down, six to go. We spent the first day getting to know one another, making crafts and playing fun games. We all looked forward to the horseback trip through the mountains the next day. Next morning, we were assigned our mounts to ride and our camp guide gave us riding instructions. I could do this. After all, I had watched many hours of black and white cowboy movies on television. Halfway up the mountainside, we crossed a stream. My horse lost his footing and fell in the creek, dumping me in the water as well. As he scrambled to ride himself, The brute stepped on my foot, giving me an excruciating, painful injury. I'd never seen a horse fall in a creek in the movies unless the cowboy was shot. I thought, well, at least I don't have to walk back to camp, and I didn't get shot. Not much comfort, though. The next day was the much-anticipated archery competition. I had dreams of bringing home a prize to put beside my older brother's prize. At least I could hobble on my sore foot and still compete. 
Try as I might, I could not shoot the arrow far enough to reach the target, let alone get a bullseye. What a disappointment. No glorious recognition for me. Back at camp, our cabins did not have screens on the windows, just big wooden shutters to close when it rained or to throw open at night for welcoming the wonderful night air with no pests. Although I was having trouble falling asleep that night because of my painful foot, eventually the gentle night breeze soothed me into a deep sleep. What I did not know was that the horses were turned out to pasture each night, so when a wandering horse stuck his head in through my open window and snorted right in my face, I let out a scream heard across the whole camp. I did not know I could jump out of bed so fast, sore foot or not. After everyone settled back down, I thought, well, at least it was just a horse. Could have been a bear. Not much comfort in that either. Our last outing was a day-long hike to a beautiful waterfall. We finished breakfast, packed our lunches, and set off. My foot still hurt, and by the time we got back to camp, I was in worse shape than when I had started, only to discover I now had a bad case of athlete's foot from that shower. More than ever, I was ready to go home. That free week of camp was expensive. It cost me many hours of knocking on doors and provided a miserable week of cold showers, two horse scares, a wounded foot, and no archery award to match my brothers. I think I actually paid for my free week in more ways than I knew. I thought, I should stick to watching black and white cowboy movies and just eat the saltwater taffy myself. That would be some comfort. Copyright 2022, Patricia E. Watts. Patricia E. Watts lives in Mountainville, South Carolina, where the love of local and family history has given her a passion to write stories to pass down to her children. She has found through stories of tragedies, tears, and triumphs, and even mysteries, that she has a rich heritage worth telling. Five stories have appeared in previous Personal Story Publishing Project anthologies, a Real Small Town, The Paired Stories, Sometimes the Prize Goes to the Wrong Person, and The Orphan Train, Chancing the Buddy System, and The Class of 44 Rang. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story. <laughs>